What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 600, yes, 600, 600 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I am, as always, your buddy, your host, Josh Applebaum. What is going on, everyone? Happy Fade the Public Friday. I got good news and bad news. The bad news, if you're a Celtics fan like me, OMG, what a way to end the season. Up 2-1 to one in the series. Feeling good. Uh, you know, the Warriors are complaining about, you know, the, the crowd being too mean to them. 2-1 to one lead. What happens? You lose the next three. It's over. The dream is over. And the Celtics, man, talk about running out of gas. Talk about a team who's younger and has more youth, yet was completely lost. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Unbelievable. Again here, Tatum and Brown both had five each. I was actually on Betting Across America, uh, or actually Lombardi Line coasting yesterday. Patrick Maher was hammering the over three and a half um, Tatum, which to me, it was like, yeah, he's turned over to bunch, but it, actually the three and a half was juiced up under. I did take the uh, Brown over two and a half that was juiced up over. So uh, sadly, the dream comes to an end. Celtics, last three games, man. Talk about championship pedigree for Golden State. They're just a good team on uh, the Celtics coming up short. So uh, sadly, the offense went stagnant and really just not even showing up. I mean, the, the garden crowd tried to keep them going, you know, cut that thing down to like eight point, eight point, um, you know, deficit there at the end. And then, of course, put your uh, f- pedal right to the metal back with Golden State. So congrats to anyone who had Golden State to win the title. Congrats to anyone who maybe took them at plus money when they were down two to one. Congrats to anyone 
who took Steph Curry MVP because that thing was pretty much a, a you know an obvious play there. Uh, but my, uh, my my Celtics are done. My Bruins are done. I got Red Sox, and I can't look forward to the Patriots here. I did take the over Patriots eight and a half win total. So uh, what are you gonna do? But anyway, guys, kind of frustrating. You know, overall, I think we did a good job uh, with favorites. Favorites really rolled here when it came, when it came to the um, the, st- the not the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs, but the NBA playoffs here. Favorites, uh, even though ironically, you know, they're covering it like sixty two percent. Uh, yet the Celtics in the favorite spot couldn't come through for you, or for me at least. Uh, but the under, and again, kind of frustrating. Identified the under. There was a late movement to the over. You know, it got down to 209.5, and it came back up and closed to 11.5. So definitely some over money came in. But I think moving forward and filing things away for next postseason, unders, unders, unders. So I don't know if you took the under. Even if you got a bad 210, 209.5, things still cashed. Uh, but either way, guys, pour one out. Uh, it's over. The season is over. My Celtics, they gave me a great ride. I didn't expect it. They took me pretty far, but man, you know, there's a completely different take on this team. If they had won last night and lost in game seven, I could, you know, kind of stomach that, but up two to one and losing the last three, that just leaves you with a bitter taste in your mouth. So we'll see what the Celtics can do going into next year. Um, I would say though, guys, Hey, quietly, you know, even though the Celtics lost, we turned another profit last night. Thanks to a three and O clean sweep in major league baseball. We got the Cleveland Guardians. We got the Philadelphia uh, Phillies. We got the Texas Rangers late night. So overall, 3-1. and one, Picked our spots. Only four bets on a quiet Thursday. Lost the Celtics, but got a nice 3-0 and sweep in MLB. Cleveland, Philly, Texas. So overall, 3-1 and one, plus 0.92 units. So it's been a good week here overall. And I think this is the importance of flat betting because obviously I was most interested and excited to sweat the Celtics last night. But here's the thing, you know, you maybe you love the Celtics, and uh, you know, before t- before I kind of learned about bankroll management, I'd be like, okay, let me let me put a, a big amount here on the Celtics because that's my favorite bet. I'm excited to sweat them, and then I'll put you know five, ten bucks on these MLB games. No, 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 no. You want to define your bankroll and be a flat unit better. That way, you take your bias out of it. You don't say, oh, I'm gonna put you know 100 bucks on this, 50 bucks on this, 20 on this because I kind of like it, but I'm a little scared off by you know this or that. No, every unit is one play, or sorry, every play is one unit. You're betting to risk, not betting to win. So even though the you know the Celtics game was the big one last night, losing the Celts, you know, was just losing one unit. Whereas MLB, you know, we went three and zero. So I think that's always important, even though it's a playoff game or a big game or a game everyone's talking about. You're always a flat unit better because again, you go three and one. You turn a small profit, almost a full unit, plus zero, uh, plus zero point nine two units. If you bet a ton on, you know, three units on the Celtics and a half on the baseball games, you end up losing, even though you go three and one overall. So that's another just example of flat betting. Every play is bet trist, not bet to win. Every play is one unit, and one unit is typically three percent of your bankroll. So between one and five percent, I would never go above five percent. You're just risking too much overall. But if you start with a hundred bucks or whatever your your um, your bankroll management number is to start, remember bankroll management is disposable income. My fiance's mom, my mother-in-law, starting next year when we get married, she always calls it funny money. And whenever you know we go to visit her in San Diego, she comes out here and we're heading out. She says, "You got any funny money?" And then she'll give us like twenty bucks or something. So that's your funny money. Think of it this way: if I lit it on fire and you lost it all, yes, that would suck. But would you be okay? Would it negatively affect your life? Would be would you have to you know eat uh you know eat ramen noodles for a week? Would you miss a car payment? If the answer to that is yes, then your bankroll is too high. It's funny money. You multiply it by 0.03. That's your what you're risking every day on every bet. That's your unit size. So if you start with 100 bucks, you're risking three dollars a day. Always keep that in mind. But again, I think it's important because yeah, the Celts lost the game. I was so excited to watch, but we went three and one, so we actually turned a profit overall. So you love to see it. Uh, and again, it's been a good week. Let's see if it continues here. Uh, but a lot to get to on today's pod, guys. I got six Major League Baseball bets in episode 600. 
of the Market Insights podcast. Can you believe it? We're, up, we're in the 600 club. I do have one WNBA play, so back into the uh, WNBA arena. I got a nice steam move here, system match that I want to share with you. And then, of course, we got to talk a little bit of biting in the arena. A nice 3-0 clean sweep last Saturday. I got four bets for you this weekend, so stay tuned for that. And, of course, as always, low bets. Higher dollars, and then we're looking for fighters who are younger, taller, longer reach, have a line move in their favor. And then, of course, if we can get Gamble and Lou or Reed Kuhn and Vicent Pointsford Weekly, uh, you know, leaning on a bet as well, that's always a good sign. But first off, guys, I just wanted to mention this because we are now in the 600 club. I can't believe we're at 600. We're just, you know, talking about grinding every day. 600 pods, man. It's always, you know, you're grinding, you're grinding head down, you know, every day. You know, you're up, you're down. You know, that's that's just betting and that's life in general. But when you get to these big, big, fat, round numbers, 600, kind of step back and say, I'm proud. I'm proud of this pod. I'm proud of the way we approach betting. Are we going to be the sharpest capper in the world? No. Are we going to be, be a millionaire, you know, in, you know, in, in a day? No. Uh, but we approach betting from a data-driven, sharp analytics standpoint with a contrarian angle. Again, I don't know any other pods out there that kind of do what we do. Uh, so I'm very proud to to hit the 600 mark. And I'll throw this at you for all my baseball fans. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. There are 9 Major League Baseball players who have over 600 home runs. So I'm going to have you think of a few. Um, do, 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 do. I kind of screwed that up, the Jeopardy one at the end. But guess who are your nine players with 600 home runs? Uh, and again, some of these guys are roided out, you know, putting asterisks against their name. I totally get it. But the first one in the 600 club, Sammy Sosa, 609 home runs, career. Uh, number eight, Jim Tomey, who was a, an absolute beast there in the late 90s, early 2000s with those good Cleveland Indians teams, 612 home runs. Number seven, Ken Griffey Jr., 630, the sweetest swing I've ever seen. When I was in uh, Little League and, you know, Babe Ruth in high school, everybody wanted to be Ken Griffey Jr., 630 home runs for Griffey. Number six, Say Hey Kid, Willie Mays, 660 home runs. This guy is the only one who's still active. Number five, Albert Pujols, 683 home runs. Number four, uh, Alex Rodriguez, 696 home runs. Number three, who will always be, uh, you know, hey, to me, one of the best baseball player of all time, Babe Ruth. I always love these articles that come out. Yeah, Babe Ruth, if he played today, he wouldn't be any good. Yeah, okay. You know, why don't you time machine back to, you know, 1920. You tell me how good Babe Ruth was. Uh, he was pretty damn good. 714 home runs for Babe Ruth. Then you guys can probably get the top two. Number two, Hank Aaron, 755. And number one. Who I don't know if he'll ever make the Hall of Fame. He was a damn good player. He probably didn't need roids. He was good anyway when he was skinny and had a small head. Uh, and he stole bases for the Pirates. Barry Bonds, 762. So you can put in number 10, Josh Applebaum, 600. Market Insights Pods. Uh, let's see if we can catch Sammy Sosa in a couple weeks. But I just wanted to mention that. I thought it would be a funny way to celebrate 600. Uh, and you probably had a lot of those, but maybe some of those you were surprised by. But anyway, guys, before we dive into all of our bets for today, on a big Fade the Public Friday, see if we can cap off a really good week here. Uh, again, six Major League Baseball bets, one WNBA, four in the UFC. Reminder, as always, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email, and then every single day, you'll wake up to the best sports betting newsletter in all of the land. And I'm yes, I'm biased. I work at VEASAN, and I'm proud of what we do, and I see what we do and what we generate, but... 
I think, you know, I, don't, I really don't see a newsletter that competes with what we do in terms of giving you so much information, actionable information, great links. And really the whole point of the newsletter is waking up and thinking about betting that day. What are the big games? What are the big systems? You know, uh, what, what are the bettors at VEASAN you respect? What are they on that day? Uh, so it's the best way to stay plugged into VEASAN and the sports betting market. And again, it costs you nothing. So if you're listening to this pod, it means you care about betting and you want to get better. Uh, we'll sign up for the newsletter, vsun.com slash newsletter. We let off today's newsletter with a lot of NHL and NBA finals coverage. So kind of a, you know, a recap here from JVT and Dave Tooley on Golden State winning it all. We do have futures. Uh, I think this is kind of interesting, but I know this is always like as soon as the season ends, you get the futures for next year. And it's like, oh, who do you like? It's way too early. You don't know what's going to happen. Injuries, trades, you know, the draft, all that. But I'll just throw it at you from DraftKings. Uh, you have a four teams with the best odds to win it all. Nets, Celtics, Warriors, Clippers, all plus 600. Bucks, plus 750. Uh, that kind of is intriguing to me because Giannis had an early exit and got some rest. Suns, plus 900. Heat, Sixers, Grizzlies, plus 1,400. Maybe the Grizz make another leap here. Nuggets, Mavericks, plus 1,500. What if the Nuggets get uh, finally Porter Jr. And, um, and Murray back? Lakers, plus 2,000, just because they're the Lakers, but they're so damn old, I that's probably just on reputation. Uh, but just, and anyway, it's just interesting to think about. Uh, Clippers, to me, plus 600. That tells me that you know Kawhi and Paul George will probably be healthy. But anyway, you'll get all this in the newsletter. you also get Andy McNeil's breakdown of uh, Game 2 for the Avs and the Lightning. You also get a rundown of the U.S. Open updates, Matty Humans, Wes Reynolds, Brady Cannon, the Long Shots guys talking uh, golf. You get UFC, which I'm always excited about, gamble and lose article. Uh, you also get promos for legal sports books. Take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. You get a rundown of all the shows that day. You get our daily MLB betting guide from Adam Burke, Derek Cardi, Jason Weingarten. Uh, you also get all of our betting resources. I buried the lead. My market insights column every day is in the newsletter, the Sharp Report. Grinding pretty much baseball for the foreseeable future, which is fine with me. Uh, you also get links to all of our city casts, as well as great college football, NFL information from Michael Lombardi, Steve Mackin, and the whole crew. And then you scroll down, you get all of our uh, how-to betting guides, sports betting 101 series, videos, live odds, tools, betting sheets. Again, all the resources for free in the newsletter. That's vsun.com slash newsletter. And then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, sign up for a VEASAN all-access membership. We got a great promotion right now, only 19 bucks. Again, a very low number here, 19 beans, and you'll get everything we offer and become a VEASAN all-access member now until July 31st. So for 19 bucks, you get all of July and the second half here of June, obviously. But with that, you can you know test VEASAN out, see if you like it, and I bet you will. Uh, we will give you, of course, every Points of the Weekly magazine uh, geared toward that specific week in betting. You're also going to get the, all the afternoon best bet emails, giving you best bet picks from guests and hosts every day. You're also going to get a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, everything behind the VEASAN.com paywall, our betting guides, stats, splits, power ratings. Again, only $19 now until July 31st. Give it a shot. Uh, I think you're going to like it. Will we guarantee you winners? Absolutely not because we're honest with you. Betting is difficult, but it's not impossible. And if you can place yourself on the side of, again, sharp action, being a contrarian-minded better, you know, following uh, some good systems here, you can you can make you can turn a profit, especially with our Veasan.com splits, which are getting really popular. I'm really happy to see that. But anyway, Veasan.com/slash subscribe. Do the $19 summer special now until July 31st. Uh, so there you have it, guys. And of course, uh, as always, I'll mention this: Twitter. Get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting conversation never ends. Twitter's where we stay plugged into a real-time market, constantly moving, constantly evolving. We need to be the first to know about things that could change our bet. So not just money coming in, but you know, um, injuries. Uh, trade, scratch starting pitchers, starting goalies, load management NBA, guys in, guys out, you know, um, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community through direct messaging. 
Twitter is really a great resource for sports bettors. But what you get out of it, not always what you put out there. It's what you get as the better to try to jump on some good numbers before they move, before this injury, you know, uh, makes, you know, you find out on Twitter, you know, pretty much as soon as everyone else does, you jump on a line before it moves. That's really how you use it to your advantage. So get on Twitter, follow at VEASAN Live, <coughs> excuse me, over half sneeze cash early in the pod today, uh, but over uh, follow at VEASAN Live, the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email. Josh at VEASAN.com. Questions, comments, suggestions. Got to get referred to a new book. You need an app to track your bets, whatever it may be. You let me know. I'll guide you in the, in the uh, right direction the best way that I can. That's at Josh underscore insights Twitter. Josh at VEASAN.com via email. So with that being said, it's been a pretty good week here, guys. I'm looking back at some of our results here. My notebook plus one point or sorry, plus 0.92 units yesterday. Day before that was a banger, uh, plus 3.27 units. Day before that was plus 3.96 units. Day before that was a 2-4, and four, minus 2.19. So overall, having a good week here. Let's see if we can keep it rolling. And again, never get too high, never get too low. When you're struggling, you know, scared money don't make no money and don't chase. When you're up, don't get cocky and just, you know, bet more and just feel like you're invincible. Because you're never as good as you think when you're hot. You're never as bad as you think when you're cold. Always remember that. So anyway, guys, let's start Major League Baseball. I'm feeling good about MLB. These line moves are popping to me. Uh, so let's see if we can have another good day here with six bets overall. So first one on the board for me, I'm going to go Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays are on the road at the Baltimore Orioles. Kind of a buy-low spot on Tampa Bay. They've lost three straight. They just got swept by the New York Yankees. Baltimore hung tough. They uh, split a four-game set against Toronto. What I like about this one, buying low on Tampa, but also, again, line movement. Look at Tampa Bay. They opened minus 135 on the road. This is Shane Baz against Kramer. Um, Kramer? Kramer? Any Seinfeld fans? Um, but Shane Baz, if you look at him, he's got a 19.29 ERA. Sounds terrible, right? He only pitched one game, two innings, gave up five runs. Not very good. This guy's a good pitcher. In 2021, as a rookie, he was 3-2 and two with a 2.03 ERA. So the 19.29 ERA might scare you off, but I'm high on Shane Baz overall. So the open minus 135 raise on the road, they're up to minus 150. So you've seen, and again, some shops closer to minus 160. So you've seen big, you know, 15, 20 cent steam in favor of Tampa Bay. They match quite a few systems. Uh, so this would be a road favorite, as we always talk about, 220 and 125, 64%, 7% ROI this year. Favu made the playoffs last year. Opponent did not, 65%, 5% ROI. And that's some other variations. Road, Fave made the playoffs. Opponent didn't, 67%. Fave off a loss, made the playoffs, 66%. Uh, so a lot of matches here on Tampa Bay. Also, Tampa Bay, 28 and 15 as a favorite. Baltimore just 25 and 35 as a dog. We have both righties on the bump. Tampa Bay is good against righties, 26 and 21. Baltimore is just 16 and 25 against righties. Uh, and then you look at the run differential, Tampa Bay plus 18, Baltimore minus 40. So I think it's a good spot to back the Rays. If they're running hot, they're probably minus 175. Because they've lost three in a row, I think we're getting a decent number on a good road favorite system match. Give me the Tampa Bay Rays. I got the Rays at minus 151. Uh, keep on cruising here, guys. Next one on the board, I'm going to go San Francisco, Los Gigantes. Let's go G-Men. G-Men open on the road at Pittsburgh. Uh, around a minus 190 favorite. You've seen them creep up to around minus 200. You can still find... Uh, a couple numbers here below minus 200. Uh, but I'm going to go San Fran in this spot. I like the pitching matchup. Carlos Rodon, 3.18 ERA. Thompson for Pittsburgh, a 4.5. Also recent performance, San Fran. They're running hot again. They're 8-4 their last 12. Pittsburgh, meanwhile, 1-9 their last 10. So the Pirates have really struggled. Now this would match our number one system, non-division road favorites. That's been great this year, guys. Non-division road favorites, 125 and 60, 68%. 14% return on investment. Also, a road team off a loss made the playoffs. That's 57%. 
Uh, favorite off loss made the playoffs in general, 66%. Uh, a lot of matches here. Oh, the other one I like, both had the day off, take the favorite, 53 and 26, 67%, 10% ROI. So all these matches would be with San Fran. They also have a favorite low total. So total in this one is uh, 7.5. It's up to 8. Maybe some over money came in here. But a big favorite low total, good thing. Pure amount of expected runs scored, more likely. Not a guarantee, but more likely. They come from, quote-unquote, the better team. So I'd match with San Fran. Also, the G-Men, 29-19 as a favorite. Pittsburgh, only 18-30 as a dog. San Fran's been uh, profitable on the road, 16-13. Pittsburgh is 13 and 17 at home. We have two righties, or sorry, we have a, uh, a lefty here for San Fran, obviously. 9 and 13 against lefties for Pittsburgh. And we do have San Fran slightly profitable against righties, 23 and 21. Run differential, plus 40 for the G Men. Pirates, minus 101. And the bats of San Fran, that's what we're going to bank on. They're hitting 240. Uh, you look at Pittsburgh, they're only hitting 220. So I'm, I'm going to um, I'm gonna ride the uh, San Francisco G Men here, shop around. I got G Men at minus 194. Uh, and it's kind of still available here at a lot of shops. Uh, keep on cruising. Next one for me. This is not what I would call the sharpest play in the world, but I would call this a value play. We can get the New York Yankees at pretty much a juice number. What I mean by that is minus 110. So the Yankees are on the road at Toronto. Um, they're getting a slight majority of bets. They've kind of opened minus 110, pretty much stayed minus 110. Some shops are up to, you know, minus 112. I see one shop at minus 109. So either way, you know, look expected to be a competitive game. But if we're getting the best team in baseball at pretty much a standard juice number, I think there's good value here with the Yankees, guys. I'm going to ride the Yankees. Uh, this would be a road favorite, 64%. Uh, road favorite, let's see, who made the playoffs opponent didn't, 122 and 60, 67%, 11% ROI. You also get the Yankees, last 15 games, they're 14 and 1. Unbelievable here. They just swept Tampa. Toronto, 4 and 4, their last eight, split against Baltimore. Uh, Yankees are plus 131 run differential. You look at any kind of you know variation, home, road, lefty, righty, day, night. I mean, Yankees are great no matter what. It's crazy how good they are. Uh, plus 36 for Toronto. So they've been uh, you know, in the plus, but not close to the plus 131. Uh, lefty, righty, Yankees going up against a righty in Stripling here. He's got a 3.14 ERA. Not bad, but Montgomery has been pretty good. Lefty for New York. He's got a 2.7 ERA. Toronto, 7-6 and six against lefties. So not bad, a game above 500, but they're 30-20 and 20 against righties. So they've been far better against righties than lefties. Yankees, meanwhile, 32 and 11 against right-handed pitchers. The Yankees are six and three head-to-head against Toronto, so they've kind of had their number. And the Yankees are 44 and 15 as a favorite, 18 and nine on the road. So maybe we start to see this thing tick closer to the Yankees as we get closer to game time. You know, first pitch, it's a 7:07 game. But I think we got a good value play on New York, uh, New York, as we should say. Uh, how do you eat your pizza? You better fold it down the middle. This is New York. Forget about it. But let's go Yankees. I'm on the Yankees. I'm a Sox fan, but let's go Yanks today. Road favorite system match, playing great, good against righties, uh, and again, a pretty good value play. This isn't a, like a 20-cent steam move, but to me, it's a good value play on the best team in baseball. So let's go New York. I'm on New York at minus 110. Uh, next play for me, they scored, they uh, won for us yesterday. I'm going to go back to the well uh, with the Texas Rangers. So I fully admit this has been, you know, at some shops, a line move in favor of Detroit. Uh, Detroit at some shops open like as low as like minus 110. I see him up to like uh, minus 115, minus 120 at some shops. But this is what I call, we got to call this like the San Diego Padres value play. Um, so even though you're getting a little line move to, to Detroit, I think Texas is in a pretty good, you know, pretty good value play spot right now. So number one, uh, Texas, their bats, they're hitting 233, only 220 here uh, for the Detroit Tigers. Detroit has lost five straight. They're three and nine in their last twelve. Now Scoobles on the bump. He's been their best pitcher. Um, Texas though is four and two their last six, 
And you look at some of these dog favorite system matches. Texas is 21 and 23 as a dog. So even though they're losing, if you're only two games below 500 as a dog when you're expected to lose, like the Angels, I think, are like 4 and 17 as a dog. Uh, so they've been competitive. They're 16 and 15 on the road. Detroit, just 6 and 8 as a favorite. That to me is part of this, like laying a minus number with Detroit. They could surprise and win, but to me, the value play is getting a better team at plus money here. Also, Detroit only 16 and 21 at home. And lefty righty splits is another reason why I want to back Texas. Texas is only 16 and 23 against righties, but they're facing lefty today. They're 14 and 10 against lefties. They've they've got a pretty good right-handed lineup here that feasts a little bit on lefties. And you look at Detroit, just 18 and 28 against right-handed pitchers, and they're facing uh, Gray today. So again, little movement here toward Detroit. Uh, if you want to back Detroit or you identified them as a play, I don't blame you. They do look like they have some respect and money moving their number. Uh, but I'm going to play Texas as a value play. Uh, again, good against lefties, uh, pretty decent as a dog, You know, winning on the road. And again, Detroit struggling and bad as a favorite, bad at home. Uh, I'm, I'm going to play uh, Texas here. Give me the Texas Rangers. I got the Rangers at plus 105. Uh, two more plays here, guys, to end the night. Uh, this is a play that I feel like I've been riding this team every single day. So why don't I do it again? They continue to be pretty sharp. I'm talking about the fathers, the San Diego Padres, baby. Let's go dads uh, in honor of Father's Day. Don't forget about Father's Day coming up this Sunday by the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Hint, hint. Uh, if you're looking for a late uh, Father's Day gift, hopefully Bezos' drone will get it in time. Uh, drop it on your, your front porch uh, by uh, your front door by, by Sunday. But anyway, San Diego. If you haven't checked this guy out, Mackenzie Gore. I think he's the favorite to be the NL Rookie of the Year. I think he's like plus 150, plus 200, but he's been really good. He's a top prospect. I think he's a top five pick or something like that, but he's 4-2, and 2.50 ERA lefty here, facing a lefty in Colorado, Freeland, 2-5, and 4.39, so right off the bat, advantage San Diego. Uh, San Diego here, small line move, open minus 135, up to around minus 140, some shops up to minus 150. You would match our best system here, road favorites, 220 and 125, 64%, 7-8% ROI. Uh, better pitcher on the bump with Gore. Also, you know, recent performance here. San Diego, they're 11-3 and their last 14. Uh, Colorado, 4-10 and their last 14. Much better team ERA in bullpen, 3.32 ERA for San Diego, a 5 for Colorado. Can't fault them too much. They're at elevation here. But also, uh, other reasons why I like San Diego today, 26-15 and as a favorite. Colorado, 18-30 as a dog. Home road, 24 and 11 on the road, San Diego. The Fathers have traveled well this year, 16 and 19 at home for the Rockies at Coors. And then lefty righty, both lefties on the bump here. San Diego, 16 and 6 against lefties. Maureen Chase, where are you at? Woo, woo, woo. Great against lefties, 16 and 6 for the Pods, just 10 and 12 against lefties for Colorado. Run differential, plus 74 San Diego, Colorado, minus 69. So I'm going to ride the, uh, the Padres here. Give me the Fathers. Shop around. I got the Fathers at minus 142. Uh, and then last play of the night, another value play. Uh, I'm going to take the Minnesota Twinkies here. Twinkies are on the road at the Arizona Snakes. Uh, this game open. Twinkies around a minus 130 favorite. You know, you have seen them tick down to around minus 125 at some shops, although I'm starting to see it tick back up closer to minus 130. So it's not a huge line move, system, line move uh, you know, steam play. But a lot of reasons to, to think that Minnesota is a good value play tonight. So right off the bat, non-division road favorites. Uh, it's also an interleague matchup, interleague favorite system match. Uh, but non-division road faves, 125 and 60, 68%, 14% return on investment. So they've been pretty good this year. Also, are both had the day off, take the favorite. 53 and 26, 67%, 10% ROI. Smeltzer, you smelts it, you delts it. 
Let's go Smeltzer. This guy's pretty good. Lefty for Minnesota. 3-0, 2.38 ERA. Bumgarner, 3.5 ERA. Not pretty respectable, but 2-6. Hasn't gotten a lot of run support here. Uh, system matches, again, with non-division road favorite. Favorite off a day off. Uh, Minnesota, 25-12 as a favorite. Arizona, just 22-29 as a dog. You also look at uh, with the two lefties here. Minnesota, 13-8 against lefties. Only 9-9 against lefties for Arizona. Arizona, just 15-18 at home. Losing record, Minnesota winning record on the road, 17-14. And, and a big advantage at the plate. Minnesota's hitting 251. Pretty good hitting team here. Correa's healthy, and they got a good lineup. Only 217 for the Snakes. They've been pretty uh, you know, light bats here. Plus 26 run, dif- run differential, Minnesota. Minus 36 for Arizona. So shop around. I'm on the Minnesota Twinkies at minus 126. So there you have it, our six-pack. Can we get four of these? Give me Tampa Bay, minus 151. San Francisco, minus 194. New York Yankees, minus 110 value play. Texas Rangers, plus 105 value play. San Diego Fathers, minus 142. And the Minnesota Twinkies, minus 126. There you have it, guys. First half of the pod here, episode 600 in the books. But don't go anywhere. We don't have any major. We don't have any um, NBA finals. That's over. Celtic completely collapsed and uh, pathetically uh, faded down the stretch. Uh, but I guess it was a good season overall. I didn't expect them to make the finals. But man, you end that way. That's just brutal. Uh, and then no Stanley Cup finals because we got there's a game tomorrow night. Uh, but nothing for tonight. So what are we gonna do when we get back? I got a WNBA steam move system for you. Again, who's becoming a WNBA fan out there? Better betting, uh, better a fan or a better, uh, better better. How to say that ten times fast? Uh, and then, of course, Friday, you always look forward to it, or at least I do, UFC. Biting in the arena. I have four low bets, higher dollars, line move, younger, taller, longer reach, system matches for you. So when we get back here, talking WNBA and UFC and episode 600, episode 600 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena all year long, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everyone, we are back at it. A big fat round number, episode 600, a big six hundo here uh, as we uh, continue to uh, to get our way to a thousand. A thousand, what's that going to take me? I don't know, a few years here at VEASAN. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, yesterday, sadly, Celtics completely run out of gas for me uh, personally. Maybe you're on Golden State or Golden State Futures or, you know, Curry or any of this. If you were, congrats to you. For me in Boston, it is a sad day. But overall, 3-1 and one, plus 0.92 units, and we had a three, a nice 3-0 and oh with Major League Baseball uh, yesterday. So a profitable uh, week overall. Let's see if we can keep it going. Started the pod talking Major League Baseball. Six bets here that we shared in the first half of the pod. And we started the pod, uh, you know, embracing or celebrating 600. So uh, we talked about all the 600 home run hitters in Major League Baseball. Well, now I'm going to go with my other favorite sport, hockey. There are 20 uh, NHL players in the history of the NHL with over 600 goals. So let me think about it or let you think about it. Okay, 20. All right, number 20, Yari Curry, 601. 19, Dino Cicerelli, 608. 18, Bobby Hull, 610. Uh, tied 16 and 17 here, Jerome McGinley, 625. Joe Sackick, 625. 15, Dave Andrewchuk, 640. 14, Brendan Shanahan, 656. 13, Luke Robitaille, 668. 11, Timu Solani, 684. Um, let's see, that was 12. 11, Mario Lemieux, 690. 10, Steve Eiserman, Stevie Y, 692. 9, Mark Messier, 694. Mike Gartner, number 8, 708. Number 7, Phil Esposito, my dad's favorite player, alongside Bobby Orr, 717. Marcel Dion, 731. Brett Hull, 741. 
Yarmir Yager, the ageless wonder. I think he's playing somewhere in uh, in Europe right now, still scoring goals at 52 years old, 766. And then the top three, Ovechkin, 780. He's only, and I'll give you this a minute, but Gordy House, 801, and of course Wayne Gretzky, 894. And he actually played in the AHL, or was it WHL, AHL? He probably would have had more than that. Uh, but, but Ovechkin, let's see, what is he, 114 away from the all-time leading goal scorer in the NHL. Uh, I think he's going to break it. I bet he will in, what, three years? Something like that. Uh, but those are your, that's your 600 club when it comes to NHL goals. And again, 600 is a magic number today, pod number 1600. So that being said, guys, finish up strong here. I got one WNBA play for you. It is the dream in the sky over. So this game is 8 o'clock. It's on Facebook. Uh, so, again, if you're looking to watch this thing, log into your Facebook account. Uh, but, and again, Friday night, it's pretty sad if you're watching Dream Sky. But I'm actually going to have a, a small little fire in the backyard. Uh, just a little fire, some s'mores, maybe some adult beverages. Maybe I'll put the, the Dream game on the you know the my, my, uh, my tablet here. Uh, we shall see. I'll have some friends over there like, what is wrong with you? But, anyway, Dream Sky over. It opened 155 and a half. It's up to 157 and a half. Uh, always mention this with WNBA, throwaway percentages doesn't really mean much, contrarian and all that, uh, but line moves are important because they're driven by respected betters who know what they're doing and know the sport. So it opened 155.5, Dream Sky, it's now up to 157.5. If you look at the steam move system, you go up at least a, a full uh, full uh, point here. The over is 20 and 12, 62%. This is our steam system to the over, not our steam to the uh, the money line, or sorry, the, uh, the favorite or the spread, but we have steam system, 62%. Also, if you look at these teams, the Dream and the Sky, the Dream are number three in terms of pace, third fastest pace team. The Sky are number seven. So there's only 12 teams in the league, but, you know, again, top part of the, uh, or close to the top part, both these teams in terms of pace. The Sky are number three in offensive efficiency. They're both top seven in offensive rebound percentage. So maybe we get some, you know, some offensive boards and some putbacks there, some bunnies, hopefully. Then also, kind of a fishy reason why to I like this over. They, they've only played one game prior to this year. It was a 73-65 win by the Sky. Again, combined only for 138 points. So if they only scored 138 in their, in their first game, and this total all opens all the way at 155.5, and, and yet it get, gets bet to the over? That seems fishy. Tells me some respected money hitting this over. Uh, so I'm going to rock the Sky Dream over on Facebook with a steam move system overmatch with good pace, good offensive rebounding, and a fishy number that's on the rise after a low-scoring first game. Give me the Atlanta Dream and the Chicago Sky over 157 and a half. Uh, and then, of course, UFC biting in the arena. You know we got to finish up strong here with UFC. Uh, it was a great weekend last weekend with a nice 3-0. But I have four bets for you. So a reminder, if you're new to UFC, I would always recommend reading Gamble and Lou. Lou Finicaro, and of course, our guy Reed Kuhn at Beeson.com and Points to Luke Magazine. They are the experts when it comes to UFC. Am I a UFC expert? No, but we've come up with a model here that's treated us pretty decent. We're looking for fighters who have physical and you know youth advantages, so uh, younger, taller, longer reach, line move, uh, or sorry, younger, taller, and longer reach. Now, I'll give you a quick way to find this stuff. All you got to do is just go to Google and type in your browser UFC. It'll default to the Google page for UFC. I can't believe I didn't tell you this prior. But then it'll give you all the bouts. Just click on any bout, and it'll pull up the tail of the tape. So these uh, things you can find out on your own. Uh, but we want a younger fighter, taller, longer reach, and a line move. That's the other key. A line move is telling you that there's respect to money coming in on that fighter. Uh, so my four bets for this weekend. These are kind of big numbers. Um, and I may mention the P word, even though I don't like to say the P word. But I think Gamble and Lou was kind of onto something here. So the first one here. Uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna sweat a Boston guy from Methuen, Mass. 
Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater, the main event against Josh Emmett. Give me Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater opened uh, around a minus 220 favorite. He's been bet up to around minus 230, minus 235. So small line move in his favor. But also, he's got a youth advantage. He's 34 years old. Uh, you look at Josh Emmett, his opponent, he's 37 years old. So fade fighters, 35 or older. Cater is five foot nine. His opponent is five foot five. So he's got a five inch advantage here in terms of height. Also a reach advantage, 72 inches for Cater, only 70 uh, for Emmett. So we have younger, taller, uh, longer reach, and we got the line move. Uh, also Gamble and Lou likes um, likes Cater in this one. We had him on Betting Cross America, and he also wrote about it in the uh, VEASAN.com uh, Points for Weekly Magazine. Emmett has had some big injuries in his career. Uh, Cater has played pretty much or fought the best competition in the UFC. So uh, pedigree, Cater is my play here. Give me Calvin Cater. I got Calvin Cater at minus 230. Uh, next play for me, Kevin Holland. Let's go Kevin Holland. Kel- Kevin Holland is fighting Tim Means. This is a huge line move to Kevin Holland. He opened like minus 220. He's all the way up to minus 280. So like a 60-cent steam, steam move in favor of Holland. He's 29 years old. Tim Means' his opponent is 38. That is a nine-year age advantage. Fade fighters, 35 or older. Fade fighters who are five years or older than their opponent. They're both 6'2", so same height. But a big reach advantage as well. Holland's got an 81-inch reach. That's one of the biggest reaches I've seen here. 75 inches for Tim Means. Um, so I'm going to play Holland. Uh, shop round, I got Holland at minus 280. Now, you know that there's the P word. The P word is parlay, which I don't like betting parlays. But if you want to save a little bit of juice, Gamble and Lou mentioned this. I think there's a little validity to it. I am not going to do it because I just have a thing against parlays, and I'll probably regret it. But if you did want to parlay... And I can't believe I'm saying this on the pod in episode 600. Cater and Holland. Gamble and Lou parlayed Cater and Holland at minus 103. The two of them together. Um, so that's one way to approach it. I'm going to play them single. But again, the P word, if you're interested, you will save a little juice there if they both win. Now, uh, next one here, uh, Daukus. Give me Kyle Daukus. Uh, another big move toward Daukus. He's fighting Roman Dolidze. Uh, Daukus opened as around a minus 225 favorite. He's up to minus 260. So pretty good steam move here in favor of Daukus. He's 29 years old. His opponent is 33 years old. Uh, they're both 6'2", and they both have a 76-inch reach, but a really good steam move there in favor of Daukus, moving his number. Daukus has uh, fought better competition. Uh, I'm going to ride the younger fighter with the line move. Again, we want to check off all the boxes. We are checking off the line move. We're checking off the youth advantage. We're not checking off height and reach. They're both the same, so it's at least it's not a negative. But I've been re- I was reading a lot about Daukus. I want to get behind Daukus here. Uh, I'm going to bet Daukus minus 260. And then my last bet of the night, another big one here, uh, Philip Hawes. Philip Hawes is fighting Darren Wynn or Duran Wynn. I'm not sure, not sure how you pronounce that. Uh, but a good move in favor of Philip Hawes. Give me Philip Hawes here, guys. He opened around minus 240. He's in bet up to minus 260. They're both 33 years old. So, again, no no uh, youth advantage for Hawes. But Hawes is six foot. And Wynn is five foot nine, so he's got a big, uh, decent size uh, height advantage, and then a big reach advantage. He's got a seventy-eight inch reach, seventy for Win. So we don't have a youth advantage; they're both thirty-three. But we got a line move minus two forty to minus two sixty. We got a height advantage, six feet versus five nine, and we got a big, 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 dare I say, bigly reach advantage, seventy-eight inches versus seventy. So you add it all up, guys. My four bets here in the UFC: give me Calvin Cater, uh, minus two. What I say, minus two thirty. Kevin Holland, minus 280. Daukus, minus 260. Hawes, minus 260. Uh, Again, I mentioned the P word. That's an option there. I personally am just betting all these flat betting one unit per bet. 
Um, and reminder, you're not risking 2.6 units to win a one on Dalkus. You're not risking 2.6 on Halls. You're not risking 2.8 on Holland. You're not risking, you know, 2.3 on Cater. It's one unit per, per play, always the same. Trying to get, you know, again, like half units back or a little less than half units back here. So, uh, again, those are the bouts and the fighters that I'll be getting behind. Cater, Holland, Daukus, and Hawes. There you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Another pod here in the books, episode 600. Uh, and, hey, we're grinding here. It's been a pretty good week. Ironically, you know, I'm, I'm a little depressed, and uh, it's funny. I had to pause the pod halfway in the middle, jumped on Lombardi line. It was Pritch and Patrick Maher. They picked me up. It's been a rough day a little bit for, for the Celtics. I guess everyone at Easton's like, really worried about me as a Celtics fan, but uh, it's title town. I've dealt with a lot of wins, and I've had some bad losses, too. It's not quite as bad as uh, the 07 Super Bowl uh, when the Patriots should have gone undefeated. Not as bad as the 2019 St. Louis Blues, uh, you know, debacle there in Game Seven, but it's up there. It's almost like Tim Wakefield getting up a homer to Aaron Boone there in 2003. Uh, but anyway, uh, continue to grind as we always do, guys. Reminder: if you enjoy the pod, it's helped you cash some bets. If you're having a good week here, I've been uh, stacking a bunch of units, which is fantastic to see. Our systems are coming through for us, which is great. Uh, baseball is getting a little hot, which you love to see. But if you enjoy the pod, if it's helped you cash some bets, if you're having a good week, if you're uh, now a flat better, now you're uh, you know avoiding parlays, the P word, um, making small exceptions, I guess, if gamble and loose says it's okay. Uh, but if the pod has helped you become a sharper better, uh, you know, take your bias out of everything and take away your gut instinct, bet based on numbers, line movement, betting percentages, betting systems. You know, you're, uh, you're, you're flat betting, you're, you're, again, you're, you're kind of making smart decisions, you're beating some closing lines. If the pot has helped you in any way and you want to make my day, you want to cheer me up after my Celtics blow it, uh, there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. It's really geared toward new bettors or someone in a newly legalized state, but it's got some good systems there if you're a wise guy, too. How lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, steam moves, reverse line moves, line freezes, how to locate contrarian value, how to go contrarian, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, chapters on all the major sports. It's all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. And I, I will just tell you right now, Father's Day is Sunday. What the heck are you going to get, Dad? You have no clue. What am I going to do? Am I going to get him a, you know, a wrench or a, you know, a drill at Home Depot? Guess what? I have a great gift for dad, for your father, for your padre. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. My book is only about $20. It's not a lot. And give wrap it up and say, hey, dad, I know you're a sports fan. Maybe you're in a newly legalized market. Maybe, if you didn't know, sports betting is spreading across the country. If you ever want to get down, this book will guide you in the right direction. So uh, it makes a great Father's Day gift, if I can give you a little bit of an upsell there. Uh, but I'm proud of it, and I think it'll help uh, help a lot of new bettors. It's everything I wish people told me when I first started betting on sports. Uh, but anyway, guys, there you have it. Another day, another dollar. Reminder, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking handle records every day in the great state of New York and the mobile market, or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where you have three hot dogs last night with a nice 3-0 in MLB, uh, wherever it may be. Or, of course, don't forget about Circa. Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew, hanging by the Mega Book, getting a uh, victory burger by the Mega Bar. Uh, or, of course, Mandalay Bay, LB Superbook, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're gonna show, you're not, do not show me a Celtics ticket, whatever you do. Do not show me a Celtics ticket. Pathetic the way that they crumbled down the stretch there. But you know what? You can show me another winning day. You're going to show me three Major League Baseball bets. Cleveland Guardians, if 
Philadelphia Phillies, and the Texas Walker Texas Rangers 3-0, baby. Let's keep it rolling. I wish you the best of luck. Have a fantastic weekend. I will actually be on Lombardi Line this Sunday. I'm filling in for Michael Lombardi. It's a Father's Day edition, so if you want to tune in, I was hoping that would be Game 7. Sadly, it is not, uh, but there will be a lot of sweats that we can get down on. So I wish you the best of luck. Have a great weekend, guys. If you're uh, if you're in New England, the weather's pretty nice. Get out there. Enjoy the, uh, enjoy the fresh air. Uh, and, of course, continue to grind. And always remember, uh, my parting words, as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. There's no, there's no such thing as locker guarantee. But over the long haul, smart money wins a majority of the time. Public bettors lose a majority of the time. The house wins always. These are the reasons why you want to go contrarian and be with the sharp action. And, of course, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long-term, guys. Have a great weekend. Good luck. And, uh, and let's try not to run out of gas next time we're in a championship uh, you know, championship series here. Again, Celts letting me down, baby. Uh, but what are you going to do? It was a nice ride while it lasted. Have a great weekend, everyone. And do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Good luck, everybody. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.